it's Jordan. And Sam. Lizzie. And Allie. And, and we're Four Mics Uncensored. Before we dive into this episode, we need to give a listener advisory. No way are we licensed medical professionals. This is just our own experience with mental health. And if any of you or your friends are experiencing suicidal thoughts or mental health problems, please seek professional advice. So on the topic of mental health, we know that it's emotional, psychological, a social well-being, and it has everyday effects on how we interact, how we act, how we parent. So I think it's important that we talk about how we handle that amount of stress and how we decompress and what we do to actually, you know, keep ourselves in line or keep ourselves in check on the tracks. Right. To find like a balance. Mm -hmm. So before we get into decompression, we need to kind of pinpoint our mental health issues, problems, where we standpoint. Sam, when we talk about mental health, what do you, what comes to your mind? Um, when I think about mental health, I think about depression, honestly, anxiety, um, every day, just getting through the day, and that's just for me. What about you, Jordan? Um, just about the, yeah, same, depression, anxiety, my anxiety, I get overwhelmed, but a big thing with both of those is gaslighting within myself, so I really have to, like, if I'm going to talk about depression with anyone, not just right now, but with anyone, I really have to get away from the gaslighting myself and actually open up. So I'm not really familiar with the whole gaslighting yourself before, or like in terms of that, that's the first time that I've really ever heard of that. So, I mean, I've heard of you being gaslit by people, you know, like when they make you feel as if you're crazy, stupid, you know, when you're, you're trying to, like, have a normal conversation with them, and that's very, talk, like, toxic in itself. So how does that work when you're gaslighting yourself? Can You like... you kind of just change it around, like how you just said. It's mm-hmm. other people making you feel like you're crazy and you're being dumb or you're being stupid, you're overthinking. Mm-hmm. When it, I do that to myself. I tell myself I'm overthinking, I'm, I'm, I'm being crazy, like, I, I shouldn't be... I shouldn't be depressed right now. There's no reason for me to be crying right now. There's no reason for me to be sad. And a lot of times whenever I do get depressed, there's literally no reason for me to be sad. I'm just sad. And I really struggle with having to, what is it, having to take that in and allowing myself to be sad in that moment to kind of ride the wave Mm -hmm. of depression instead of fighting it and I fight it and then I feel like I stay in it longer and then I get overwhelmed and I get anxiety like oh like I was it the weekend that I went to Austin with my boyfriend and Mm -hmm. I and actually he doesn't even he doesn't know this Sorry, babe. Um, but I had talked to y'all. I was getting really sad, and I mm-hmm. couldn't figure out why. And you're like, go take a shower. Just stay in there. And I was in the shower. I was crying, and I was making myself so mad because mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out why I was why mm-hmm. I was sad. I shouldn't have been sad. I'm being crazy. I'm being, he's, he, my boyfriend's going to come in here and be like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, I was just going through a whole bunch of talking down on myself mm-hmm. making myself feel like my feelings were not valid and I, I struggle with that all the time <laughs> I think I've okay so I've definitely done that I've 
sat in the shower before and like have had a good cry for no apparent reason and I just think like what the f is wrong with me but there isn't anything wrong like I'm I'm glad to hear that like someone else is actually experiencing the same thing because when I just feel sad out of nowhere when I'm just like nothing's going wrong right now everything's fine what the hell is wrong with me so I didn't know that's what it was called. Like I didn't know it was called gaslighting yourself. Me neither. Yeah, I've I had no idea. I've done it for a very long time, and I was just like, I just thought it was part of depression. I thought it was part of my anxiety. Like I did not know that was a thing. And I don't know if it's just from being gaslit for so long by somebody mm-hmm. that it yeah. gets embedded into your brain. Like mm-hmm. you're not good enough, or you're not pretty enough, or you're not this, and you're not that. So when you get in those states of mind, you're like shit maybe they're right maybe they're right maybe i'm not this or maybe i'm not that but then you have to click and be like oh no like you're a badass bitch put your crown back on <laughs> yeah. and fucking yeah. do this shit like it's it's hard to do but being told for so long by someone it, mm-hmm. especially by somebody that you, that love, you love or care yeah, for someone that, close to someone you someone that you were well yeah someone that was a part of your life for you know i think a lot of mental health stems from childhood and like trauma right and mm-hmm. like growing up with that and like i mean i've experienced trauma like you know like growing up i, I won't go into detail about it but i mean it, i am who i am because of that you know and i i can honestly say that i'm proud of the person that i have become like i didn't allow it to affect me as bad as it should have you know Mm -hmm. like um I think I grew from it you know like I I'm kind I think and I just want to like start off with like giving positive affirmations like about ourselves like through that trauma you know like I went through it I grew up through it but I'm a good person Mm -hmm. you know so and I think that's one of the most important things to understand within yourself is to know like hey I'm I'm a good person know your worth yeah, exactly. One thing that, because um, you, you touched base on trauma and um, growing up with that, one thing that kind of, <clears throat> like, helps ga- me gaslight myself mm-hmm. is me thinking that, yeah, when I grew up, I grew up with some shit. Like, I, I don't really have daddy issues, mommy issues, like, but there there was some stuff going on, parents, divorce and whatnot. And, yeah. But when I think of trauma that other people have gone through, I definitely have not gone through a lot of trauma in my life. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I wasn't depressed. I wasn't yeah. anxiety. I had ADHD, like that for sure. But I wasn't, I didn't grow up depressed. I didn't grow up with anxiety. Mm-hmm. I really didn't get these issues until I became an adult. And then I was with someone yeah. who gaslit me all the time. And no no one really knew what gaslighting was. That This is actually mm-hmm. a new a fairly new term that has come into the come into society because people are figuring out what it is Mm -hmm. and what it's just putting a new word onto a different kind of manipulation it is it's manipulation it's a type of manipulation exactly and so i think a lot of my depression and my anxiety stems from like you said being gaslit by an ex someone who i i I cherished and i Mm -hmm. loved and whatnot um, but I see all these things on TikTok that they're like, oh, trauma, childhood trauma, which is why I have mental health, which I'm not, I'm not downplaying whatsoever. I just, that I don't ever, it doesn't ever sit with me. 
I'm like, if I don't have all this trauma, why am I so fucked up now? (laughs) Okay, so I definitely do think that it can also come from uh, relationships, most definitely. I mean, like, this is someone that you're with for an X amount of years or time. They know your secrets. They know your faults. Mm-hmm. They know your they vulnerabilities. Yeah, you. and they for them to use that against you, I mean, it it hits. It's still something. trauma. Like either way you look at it, that's still trauma. Like you went, that's adult trauma. I guess I haven't looked at it like that. It is still trauma. It doesn't. No one's trauma is going to be the same, and none is mm-hmm. worse than others because everybody handles things differently. Mm-hmm. So I know with mine, like I was a whole different person before my marriage before I met my ex-husband I was fun and outgoing I didn't I had worries but I didn't stress I didn't have so many worries and then after I separated from my ex-husband and I realized I lost myself I lost myself because he made me lose myself like he took me away from all my friends and made me feel bad when I wanted to hang out with my friends. And so I, I was just in this relationship that was very codependent with each other. And so coming out of that is when I've learned, man, like this really affected me. Like that's when my depression, my anxiety, everything came to light. And so I think everybody has different ways to handle things, different ways that they deal with trauma. Um, how would you say, Lizzie? Um... Yeah, I think for myself, it was, it started off as as childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember being in junior high, being on antidepressants um, and having to go through a lot of stuff and end up not loving myself. Mm -hmm. And so in, in that, I end up putting myself in position in in positions where I shouldn't have been. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, end up being places I shouldn't have been, hanging out with people I shouldn't have been. Like, how are we loving people? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How are we still (laughs) loving people that I I shouldn't have because that didn't deserve me? You were looking for something to fill something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was for the longest time. And honestly, it took me... 25 years to love myself you know to feel that worth and it, it wasn't until actually I met my husband that that he made me want to love myself yeah and I think you know that's why I love him so much now is that he didn't want anything from me he didn't he you know let me take care of you and it was hard for him as well because, yes, his, his ex-wife dealt with um, a disorder where, uh, what is it called? Um, attachment disorder. Yes, the attachment disorder. So he had his own struggles with her. But, um, you know, going through with my anxiety and my depression, he still didn't really understand how to deal with it. You know what I mean? And how how to understand so in and it for me it was hard to explain it was hard for me to explain exactly like what's going on in my head mm-hmm. what how do i put it into words and you know to explain to him like this is what i'm feeling mm-hmm. and now now he understands like okay when i'm in my moods or when i'm going through that 
I, I like to call it a roller coaster because it, it I'll couple of days I'll be fine, I'll be up top, I'll be energized, and then I start coming down and I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to get out of bed. Um, even showering's a chore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. it's, ha- I have three kids, so it's... Not an option. Yeah, it's yeah. not an option. I have to get out of bed. I have to make sure they're fed, they're clothed, you know, getting to school, waking up in the morning, and it's, by the time it's noon, I feel drained. Yeah. And, and not every day is like that. Yeah. You know, some days they're, they're great days. You know, I feel, yesterday, you said you, Allie, you felt gloomy. It was gloomy outside, so you just felt, ugh. And, you know. And you're over here, I love these days. <laughs> I was like, I, I fucking why, live for these that's days. That's why she's <laughs> like, you blossom, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you blossom, bitch. <laughs> fucking blossom. Yeah. Like, on gloomy days, I feel, I was literally, like, dancing and, and jumping around, and I was so full Jordan of energy. Jordan came over, Jordan came over, and she, like, sat with me, mm-hmm. and she saw me. I was like, hey, what's up? Literally just sitting. I was sitting in the living room with the TV off. I wasn't doing a damn thing. I was just like sitting there like with like the blanket on me. And I was like, hey. And she was like, uh, you know, I mean, she just came just just to like pop by. I appreciate the visit. It made me a little happier that I got to see her. And then she left and I was still. And then I turned off the TV after you left. You did? I turned it back off and I was just like, cool. (laughs) Just like, all right, cool. Take it in. Yeah. So, I mean, but I needed that. Like, I needed that day to just, like, okay, let me let me be, be sad. Like, it's okay yeah. to have those days. Yeah. It is definitely yeah. okay. I tried, like I said earlier, ride the wave. Yeah. It is 100% okay to have those resets, to isolate yourself if I you agree. need to isolate yourself. Disconnect. S- yes. Turn off Sit social media. The, yeah. That is one way to decompress. That is one way I decompress for sure. Mm-hmm. I like to sit in a dark room. Like that's that's my decompressing. Like I'll sit in the car at night and I'll just no radio on, nothing, I'll just sit there. And it's quiet. I have I have three kids and my <laughs> husband, so it's loud all the time. Before working from home on my way home from work, <laughs> I would actually sit in the driveway in my car and just sit there mm-hmm. you know like just releasing the day and like all the negativity that i took home with me before i bring it back you know yeah so before like, you bring it home and share it yeah with your and so that's what i would do like i mean have you ever sat in a driveway before? i do i do <laughs> but i get on and as dumb as this might sound i get on and watch tiktoks because they make me happy. Yeah, yeah. The serotonin. Yes, yeah. like get that serotonin before I go inside, mm-hmm. and then I smoke my weed, and then I go. See, yeah, I would. Yeah, I used to drive forty-five minutes to work and back, and so I would during that drive back, I had no radio, no nothing. I sit in my thoughts and mm-hmm. just yeah. think about the day, think about okay, well, what can I do tomorrow, or what can I do? Sometimes it helped mm-hmm. a lot, and sometimes it didn't help at all because then mm-hmm. you get lost in your thoughts. You know, sometimes I'd be like, okay, shit, how did I get here? How did I get from point A to point B? <laughs> Without That's sign. scary. Yeah. yeah, like, you're like, I don't remember driving this because I was so in thought that you're like, oh, shit, I just drove 45 minutes, and how the fuck did I've I get here? I've done that before, too, where you're it's like, just like, how many cops did I pass by that didn't, could have pulled me over? Was that a red light? I know, <laughs> no, dude, Yes. <laughs> Like, it's, it's scary because you just get lost in your mind. Like, that's your mind playing tricks it's on you. That's autopilot taking yeah, over. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Oh, I know where to go from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And you don't remember any of it. Nope. Like, but, so I didn't know how to decompress. Like, right, decompress. Is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. 
I did decomposition. Decompose. <laughs> decompose. I said yeah. decompose the other day, and it's decompressed. But I didn't. I've never really had a way of decompressing. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about like you. I'm like, yeah, Sam doesn't know how to decompose because she's alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. glad, Sam. I'm so glad you don't know how to decompose. Yes. So. I didn't have ways to decompress. I didn't know. I didn't know what my ways of decompressing were. I literally would just sink into it, like you said, like riding a roller coaster. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't ride the roller coaster. I would sit at the bottom, and I wouldn't have highs, and I would just stay at the bottom and go just down. Just idle. Yeah, I would stay in just like idle mode, and it it wasn't laying in bed. Wouldn't do it at first. Yes, laying in bed is what I did, um, but then I just got sad but I then learned how to hide it from a lot of people from my family from friends like I hid it for a very long time because it's not to me it was embarrassing like I didn't know why I was depressed I didn't know what was wrong with me and so I would do what you do Jordan I would talk crap to myself because like well everything's fine like I have a job I have a place to live I have everything I need I have a really supportive family but why am I feeling like why do I feel like I'm crap because I'm not married because I'm divorced now like seeing the glass half empty yeah I would look at all the negatives or where I thought I was supposed to be in life I would compete against myself and like I wasn't going fast enough or keeping up with the people my age and this and so I was so hard on myself and I didn't know how to cope with that I didn't I didn't know there was a way to decompress. But you have to understand that everybody's different. Everybody is, even at our age, it's different. They're Mm -hmm. different. You know, some have houses. Some's living with their parents still. Some's still in apartments, throwing away their money. But, uh, (laughs) but, you know, and it's okay. It's okay no matter where you are as long as you're moving forward. Mm -hmm. And that took me a long time to realize that. It took me a long time until I got some help that I needed that. But that's it was good okay. That you, you yeah, got that it was. Help. Yeah. yeah, and it took a long time to get the help that I got. But 100%, it made a huge difference. I didn't realize how much mental health was making such an impact on my life. And it's funny, though. It's like standing in a field when it's real foggy and dark and you can't see anything in front of you except where you are. Mm-hmm. And then once you start taking medication or make, doing those steps, you know, to try and help, the little things, even the little things like um, sitting in your car, you know, taking that hot shower and crying it out. And, you know, the fog kind of lifts a little and it's you start to see like what's in front of you and what mm-hmm. you need to do. And it, it's it's just hard. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard, but it, it, it can be done. But, you know, during that time, it just seems impossible and it sucks. I think what's even harder about, like, depression or suffering from, like, anxiety is not only the effects that it has on you, but the effects that it has on the people around you. Mm-hmm. So, like, your loved ones, you know, friends, family, um, when you're, like, constantly in that, like, state of depression, you you kind of, I don't know if you notice it, but you kind of see where it's almost as if they're not frustrated with you but it's just like you feel like a burden definitely you feel like a burden because you feel that way Mm -hmm. and so there's another like another block on your brain exactly yeah so last year um um, well my ex at my depression started years ago but last year when i was going through y'all know what i went through with the whole 
breaking entering my house, my house getting destroyed and whatnot, and having to actually like file a restraining order and all this stuff. And also at my same time, my dad getting cancer and me moving back and like, there's just so much going on Mm -hmm. that I don't know if anyone else around me knew. I think my dad and my sister kind of, kind of picked up a little bit that I when I moved back, like, I wasn't the happiest person. That's yeah. why, I, which I got into kickboxing, and I started getting my stress out. Well, I, and I don't want what I'm about to say, what my experience to discourage, discourage anyone from seeking med- 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 medical professional help or whatnot, but I did that, and I think mine was just the wrong person, but I, I, I got a therapist, and I just, my therapist just wasn't the best therapist <laughs> you can and laugh it, at it now though where can we oh can... my gosh i was laughing at it the the day i got off yeah. the phone with her like, like this is I, ridiculous are you fucking kidding me like my therapist i'm sitting here telling her everything that's going on and at the time i was still living in colorado but i was visiting texas and i had a it was covid so we had our zoom meetings and so i'm telling her everything that's going on my ex restraining order all the blah 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 my dad and all of a sudden she's just like wow, that's a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I told her, I was like, I still, even though I know I shouldn't, and I definitely don't feel this way now, like, the, again, a year ago, I was like, even though I shouldn't, I still feel that need to reach out to my ex to check on that person. And like they, like I said, he was a huge part of my life. She was like, well, do you think you should check him? What, ha- what would happen if you did? Do you think you should reach out to him? And I'm like, do you just hear there's a restraining order against him? <laughs> like, no, I shouldn't. And it was just like one of the worst experiences with a therapist ever. And then I think I had said something. I was like, well, right now I'm visiting in Texas. And she stopped me. She's like, I can't be talking to you right now because you're not in Colorado. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? All right, I'm getting off this fucking Zoom meeting. Like, it was just horrible, horrible, horrible. It was comical. <laughs> So, okay, I have a question. So when she was asking you, why shouldn't you reach out to him? What do you think would happen? Do you think she kind of wanted you to answer that? Like, No, no, because I I, I was just thinking that because the way I said it. No, she said you should reach out to him. Maybe you should reach out to him. Oh, she was encouraging you. Yeah, she was encouraging me to. I'm like, like, I'm talking to you because of the shit that he put me through. Like, are you you kidding me? Is Is it because, like, maybe you think that she wasn't paying attention to you? Like, she's, like, listening, yeah, but she's, like, doing something else. Oh, well, you know, maybe you should reach out to me. Like, you know, I you're just having a conversation with a stranger. I don't know, but if she was, fuck, like, fix your shit and then talk to me so she's I can just, fix my shit. She's just reading a good book. She can't put it down. Maybe you should. Uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, How wow. do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, kudos to you because you've actually gone as far as to finding help. (laughs) Um, I have never seen a therapist. (laughs) I haven't been diagnosed or medicated for any of it. So I kind of just Mm self-medicate. Google is my best friend. Thank you very much. (laughs) WebMD. Um, (laughs) WebMD. You're going to die. Again, (laughs) please don't self-diagnose. If you you or anybody you know is experiencing like anything, please reach out um, Mm -hmm. to, to someone and find that professional advice. But I have not. <laughs> I have not. It's not for me. I'm. Not, I don't think I'm mm-hmm. ready for that yet. Um. So maybe like when I feel like I, I reached my limit or like my actual breaking point, then okay, like I'll. 
But I love how we have different stories. Like, I've tried different depression medications, Mm -hmm. and I tried it for depression, but also I have fibromyalgia. So a lot of medications that treat fibromyalgia are depression medications. And I just haven't found the one that helps. I always get crazy side effects. So honestly, I I smoke weed. I do. Smoking weed, it, it really... When I'm sad, I'll smoke weed, and I'm instantly, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm good. I'm out of that funk. It's like I've talked to me, talked to myself, and got it out. Sam, you've had a really good experience with yeah. medication. My medication, uh, I started it six, seven months ago. Man, maybe not even that long ago. Four or five months ago. I don't know. It's, it hasn't been that long. Um, and it took me to like hit rock bottom to be like, hey, I need to talk to someone. I need to, because if not, this is not going to end well for me, is where I was at. It took me rock bottom to go talk to someone. Man, the difference it has made for me, personally. I I can go, like, go, we went to our concert. What was it? We went to a concert when? Uh, we went to the Nelly concert. It was in November. Yeah, so we went to the Nelly concert, and um, that was the first time I had really gone out in public with a lot of people around, um, but it was the first time I was able to enjoy myself, and not be anxious about everybody around me overwhelmed. or overwhelmed or overwhelmed like I got to the point I couldn't go do things because I couldn't enjoy what I was doing and this was the first time I actually enjoyed a situation like that and had a really great night and I know a lot of it had to do because I was on my medication and I wasn't having to worry and my brain wasn't all over the place looking at who's around me what's going on around me and I could actually focus and be happy and enjoying myself. Lizzie looks like she's enjoying herself with that sucker <laughs> over there. I know. Yeah, is that, can, I, can I have a lick? Hey. No. Is that how, how many, you decompress? How many licks does it take to get to the... Well, I lost count. Y'all interrupted me. Oh. <laughs> so sorry. Which is another great way to decompress, guys. The what kitty is? kitty. What? What is? Oh, when I pet my kitty. You, oh, that's you have a why cat? I have I have I have two a cat cats yeah. and two dogs. I I, I have a cat, <laughs> a kitty cat. I have a kitty cat. Meow meow, meow. <laughs> so you pet it? I mean, I use a vibrator. I rub it. I I, I <laughs> DJ rub it. That shit. I DJ. I got. <laughs> I got I got vibrators. You know, there's a whole bunch of different ways to decompress. That's my favorite one besides smoking weed. That's my favorite one to decompress. Petting I, your kitty. If I'm stressed, depressed, happy, sad, mad, anxious, I go. I fucking come. If you're I stressed vibrate. and depressed, get your pussy wrecked. Hey, <laughs> got it. Got it. That okay. is what you live by. <laughs> if you're stressed and depressed. Get your pussy wrecked. 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 I was saying what? <laughs> Both. That works too. <laughs> I don't know. My depression gets me wet. Yeah. Do you do you like to like you know? I don't really go into the whole masturbation thing. Well, like I do it. Like you know what I mean. But I don't do it because I'm stressed. It's more of like a pleasure thing for me. It's oh, I do it's it. Both. When I'm bored. <laughs> when I'm bored. When I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> when I got nothing else it going on. It releases those endorphins. Yeah, it makes me sleepy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do it before bed. <gasps> so yesterday, I, yesterday after I got done working out and we went to go eat, I went home, I masturbated and I slept for five fucking hours. <laughs> I woke wow. up at nine 
started, my, my boyfriend texts me. He's like, I guess you fell asleep. I'm like, I, I took too long of a nap. And then I went back to sleep and woke up at like midnight. He's like, all right, I, I guess you went back to sleep. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm tired. He's like, well, where I, are you? <laughs> I wore myself out. <laughs> I miss you. I, I was thinking about here. you. I was thinking about you. He hasn't been here for a week. What am I supposed to do? I wore myself out. I had to take a I nap. I did. I did. I took a good nap after that. So how do you, as to like our followers, how do y'all decompress? Do you do that? Do you play with yourself? Do you? Which is totally normal. <laughs> Which is y'all to- yes, love it. It's so normal. It's totally, yeah. It's hey, like, don't hey, be hater. Like, do you play with yourself? <laughs> like, tell Call me, me now. One night. <laughs> Sam's number at the end of the <laughs> No, please don't. Um, the only person that will be calling me would be my boyfriend. Um, Our number one fan, thank you. <laughs> right, dude, yeah. Shout out to Evan. He's over here commenting on our shit. No, we love a supportive boyfriend. Fuck yeah. Peace, Dana. <laughs> Anyways, no need to call me. But, you know. Do you, if you don't do that, what do you do? Why, well, no, how about try it? Next yeah. time you're like, you're you're sad or it's kind of hard to get in the mood, but like put on some porn, dude. You like should just... be crying, <laughs> <laughs> crying and coming, okay. coming and crying. Release. I'm gonna title that this Guys. episode That's... "Coming and Crying." <laughs> what about bubble baths? You know, yeah. you know, I like playing in the bubble bath. Play with no, yourself you in the perverts. bubble bath. <laughs> sexy too. I'm saying. Taking a bath after a long day, you know, and I, I, when I do baths, I like to spray the lavender and light the candles and turn off the lights. Like I'm, I'm a very dark, I like darkness and my husband and my mom hate it (laughs) (laughs) because if you walk in my house in the middle of the day, I have a bunch of windows. I have the curtains. I have blackout curtains. It's, you'd think it's dark. It's nighttime in my house during the day. And my husband's all, babe, open the windows, open the blinds. He's a very light person. And um, he's a very, a very, you know, needs light and stuff like that. Opposites attract. He needs to grow. (laughs) No, I I think that's true because my brother and sister-in-law are the same way. My brother likes the windows, like the curtains shut. And then my sister-in-law comes home from work. She's like, what are you doing? Opening everything up, <laughs> letting all the light in. I'll be in the kitchen. I'm like, it's too bright in here. And I'm like trying to close the blinds. And Are you a vampire? Maybe. But, <laughs> but do you like garlic? <laughs> there was garlic in the soup. Oh, I love garlic. Okay, then you're not. It's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. We've I'm... adapted. <laughs> We've evolved. Evolution. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know if that's part of the depression or whatever, but I, I live. I feel like the the brightness it just hurts my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I I just it gives me a headache and I just it makes me feel ugly inside. Like I just she said yeah. <laughs> you yeah. So you me, don't I have the like kitty because it's like you got you got too many claws. It bites back. It bites back. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I love to take baths. But I also have a vibrator that's waterproof, so I You're can do electric. Both? No, no it's, it's a waterproof a vibrator. I have a dildo that suction cups. I need one of those. I thought that's like bad for you, like to Why? have sex like underwater? underwater. No, if it's like at the beach or in a chlorine thing, yeah, it's where there's that's chemicals involved. Yeah, because really of the bad. bubbles. Like if you're having a bubble bath. Oh, bubble I don't usually bath. put the bu- bubbles bubble in there. Bu- <laughs> My vibrator makes its own bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't always I. 
Sometimes I'll do a bubble bath, but I never do a bubble bath whenever I'm feeling sad. It, like you said, it's a chore. Showering and stuff, it's a chore. I really, like, when, when I do bubble baths and stuff, I'm, like, that's a day where I'm feeling myself. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get all sexy in a bath. Oh, okay, so it's not, like, a decompression mm, thing. No, because it's a chore. If I'm sad, it's, like, I just want to masturbate and no, lay but there. Not sad. Mm-hmm. You're just having, like, a stressful day. Like, yeah. you've been running around yeah. all day, okay. doing all this other stuff, yeah. and you just feel like, oh, you're just tired from mm-hmm. just running around and doing all your extra activities. And I masturbate. <laughs> She's <Point> honest. <laughs> She I'd rather plays, she pets her kitty. I'd, I'd rather come than be clean. Time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm still clean. Oh my but I'd rather gosh. come. Yeah, definitely. I remember my last breakup. Right, it was it was wonderful because we all love a good breakup. Congratulations. Thank you. It was great. But I was taking a lot of baths because I did. I would sulk in a, but I'd be drinking my beer and your wine. And I have my I'm having a joint in the mouth. I be having. I had my book, and I would just. <laughs> all right we good let's go to bed <laughs> i have a question have any of y'all drank in the shower not in the no. shower only yes in the no bullshit i get whenever we did our first galentine's day i was giving you your drinks in the shower and we were like, at the hotel yeah not me i have you were doing your makeup i would mm-hmm. drink like a, a mike's hard or a Smirnoff or whatever in the shower. I don't know. They it's have a thing. <laughs> they have a Reddit, um, a Reddit, what's that called? Like a Reddit thread yeah. um, of beers and showers. They're drinking in the showers. It's a thing. And people take pictures of them drinking in the shower. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's on Reddit. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's, so it's a big like thing. It's like you're drinking naked in the rain. Yeah. yeah. I would do that. <laughs> Next time I get sad, I'm going to cry in but, the shower with it. <laughs> okay, so remember whenever we... We went to go visit you, and I bought the shower head that lights the up light up with the wind. water. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. I thought you were going to talk about my non-existent shower head. Oh. Which you should have told me. Oh. She didn't have a shower head on her shower on the head. Guest no, bathroom. One, no one told her, so we just took showers with it falling out of the... The reason why the it was wall. taken off was because we were bathing our dogs, and we have, like, a dog pose. That, so you have to remove the, the shower head to, like, install that. And I forgot you guys were coming over, and I forgot to wow. replace it. My bad. <laughs> okay, continue. You forgot so about us. <laughs> so you bought the disco light shower head. Yeah. It's so, a party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clubbing with myself when I shower oh. and drink. <laughs> <laughs> I put the music on, and I'm just jamming by myself with the lights off and the... Got your beer. Are you twerking, too? Yes. Hey. 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 Getting, hey. getting those cracks. Tell me, throw it back. A vow. <laughs> a vow. <laughs> With mental health being such a broad topic, please join us next week for part two where we continue our discussion. Again, if you or someone you know is suffering from suicidal thoughts, depression, or any type of mental health, please seek medical professional advice.